0: This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by
1: IVP. Do you want to deepen your understanding of theology, ministry, leadership, justice, and more? Stay tuned to Learn About Seminary Now, a streaming video platform to help church leaders meet the demands of ministry today. And by Truth's Table.
0: If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth Table. Your Word is truth,
1: Your Word is life. Presented by Inner City Press.
0: Your Word is truth, Your Word is life.
1: The Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemene Uwan.
0: get in the Word, and may the Word get in us.
1: Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, First Chronicles chapter 29, verses 1 through 22. The people contribute to the project. King David said to the entire assembly, My son Solomon, the one whom God has chosen, is just an inexperienced young man, and the task is great, for this palace is not for man." but for the Lord God. So I have made every effort to provide what is needed for the temple of my God, including the gold, silver, bronze, iron, wood, as well as a large amount of onks, settings of atemone and other stones, all kinds of precious stones, and alabaster. Now to show my commitment to the temple of my God, I donate my personal treasure of gold and silver to the temple of my God in addition to all that I have already supplied for this holy temple. This includes 3,000 talents of gold from Ophir and 7,000 talents of refined silver for overlaying the walls of the buildings, for gold and silver items, and for all the work of the craftsmen. Who else wants to contribute to the Lord today? The leaders of the families, the leaders of the Israelite tribes, the commanders of units of a thousand and a hundred, and the supervisors of the king's work contributed willingly. They donated for the service of God's temple 5,000 talents and 10,000 derricks of gold, 10,000 talents of silver, 18,000 talents of bronze, and 100,000 talents of iron. All who possessed precious stones donated them to the treasury of the Lord's temple, which was under the supervision of Jahiel the Gershonite. The people were delighted with their donations, for they contributed to the Lord with a willing attitude. King David was also very happy. David praises the Lord. David praised the Lord before the entire assembly. O Lord God of our father Israel, you deserve praise forevermore. O Lord, you are great, mighty, majestic, magnificent, glorious, and sovereign over all the sky and earth. You, Lord, have dominion and exalt yourself as the ruler of all you are the source of wealth and honor. You rule over all. You possess strength and might to magnify and give strength to all. Now, our God, we give thanks to you and praise your majestic name. But who am I and who are my people that we should be in a position to contribute this much? Indeed, everything comes from you, and we have simply given back to you what is yours. For we are resident foreigners and temporary settlers in your presence. As all our ancestors were, our days are like a shadow on the earth without security. O Lord, our God, all this wealth, which we have collected to build a temple for you to honor your holy name, comes from you. It all belongs to you. I know, my God, that you examine thoughts and are pleased with integrity. With pure motives, I contribute all this. And now I look with joy as your people who have gathered here contribute to you. O Lord, God of our ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, always maintain these motives of your people and keep them devoted to you. Make my son Solomon willing to obey your commands, rules, and regulations, and to complete building the palace for which I have made preparations. David told the entire assembly, Praise the Lord your God! So the entire assembly praised the Lord, God of their ancestors. They bowed down and stretched out flat on the ground before the Lord and the king. David designates Solomon king. The next day they made sacrifices and offered burnt sacrifices to the Lord. 1,000 bulls, 1,000 rams, 1,000 lambs, along with their accompanying drink offerings and many other sacrifices for all Israel. They held a feast before the Lord that day and celebrated. Then they designated Solomon, David's son, as king a second time. Before the Lord, they anointed him as ruler and Zadok as priest. 1 Kings chapter 1, verses 1-27 through 27. Adonijah tries to seize the throne. King David was very old. Even when they covered him with blankets, he could not get warm. His servants advised him, A young virgin must be found for our master, the king, to take care of the king's needs and serve as his nurse. She can also sleep with you and keep our master, the king, warm. So they looked through all Israel for a beautiful young woman and found Abishag, a Shunmanite, and brought her to the king. The young woman was very beautiful. She became the king's nurse and served him, but the king was not intimate with her. Now Adonijah, son of David and Haggith, was promoting himself, boasting, I will be king. He managed to acquire chariots and horsemen as well as 50 men to serve as his royal guard. Now his father had never corrected him by saying, Why do you do such things? He was also very handsome and had been born right after Absalom. He collaborated with Joab, son of Zariah, and with Abathah, the priest, and they supported him. Now Zadok, the priest, Benaiah, son of Jehoiada, Nathan, the prophet, Shimei, Re and David's elite warriors, did not ally themselves with Adonijah. Adonijah sacrificed sheep, cattle, and fattened steers at the stone of Zoheleth near Enrogel. He invited all his brothers, the king's sons, as well as the men of Judah, the king's servants. But he did not invite Nathan the prophet, Beniah the elite warriors, or his brother Solomon. Nathan said to Bathsheba, Solomon's mother, Has it been reported to you? that Haggith's son, Adonijah, has become king behind our master David's back. Now let me give you some advice as to how you can save your life and your son Solomon's life. Visit King David and say to him, My master, O king, did you not solemnly promise your servant, Surely your son Solomon will be king after me. He will sit on my throne. So why has Adonijah become king? While you are still speaking to the king, I will arrive and verify your report. So Bathsheba visited the king in his private quarters. The king was very old, and Abishag the Shumanite was serving the king. Bathsheba bowed down on the floor before the king. The king said, What do you want? She replied to him, My master, you swore an oath to your servant by the Lord your God. Solomon, your son will be king after me and will sit on my throne. But now, look, Adonijah has become king. But you, my master the king, are not even aware of it. He has sacrificed many cattle, steers, and sheep, and has invited all the king's sons, Abathar the priest, and Joab, the commander of the army. But he has not invited your servant Solomon. Now, my master, O king, all Israel is watching anxiously to see who is named to succeed my master the king on the throne. If a decision is not made when my master the king is buried with his ancestors, My son Solomon and I will be considered state criminals. Just then, while she was still speaking to the king, Nathan the prophet arrived. The king was told, Nathan the prophet is here. Nathan entered and bowed before the king with his face to the floor. Nathan said, My master, O king, did you announce, Adonijah will be king after me? He will sit on my throne. For today he has gone down and sacrificed many cattle, steers, and sheep, and has invited all the king's sons the army commanders, and Abathar, the priest. At this moment, they are having a feast in his presence, and they have declared, Long live King Adonijah. But he did not invite me, your servant, or Zadok, the priest, or Benaiah, son of Jehoiada, or your servant Solomon. Has my master, the king, authorized this without informing your servants? Who should succeed my master, the king, on his throne? Psalm 112, praise the Lord. How blessed is the one who obeys the Lord, who takes great delight in keeping his commands. His descendants will be powerful on the earth. The godly will be blessed. His house contains wealth and riches. His integrity endures. In the darkness, a light shines for the godly, for each one who is merciful, compassionate, and just. It goes well for the one who generously lends money and conducts his business honestly, for he will never be shaken. Others will always remember one who is just. He does not fear bad news. He is confident. He trusts in the Lord. His resolve is firm. He will not succumb to fear before he looks in triumph on his enemies. He generously gives to the needy. His integrity endures. He will be vindicated and honored. When the wicked see this, they will worry. They will grind their teeth in frustration and melt away. The desire of the wicked will perish. New Testament reading, Luke chapter 20, verses 1 through 8. The authority of Jesus. Now one day as Jesus was teaching the people in the temple courts and proclaiming the gospel, the chief priests and the experts in the law with the elders came up and said to him, Tell us, by what authority are you doing these things? Or who is it who gave you this authority? He answered them, I will also ask you a question, and you tell me. John's baptism, was it from heaven or from people? So they discussed it with one another, saying, If we say from heaven, he will say, Why did you not believe him? But if we say from people, all the people will stone us, because they are convinced that John was a prophet. So they replied that they did not know where it came from. Then Jesus said to them, Neither will I tell you by whose authority I do these things. Matthew chapter 21 verses 28 through 32. The parable of the two sons. What do you think? A man had two sons. He went to the first and said, Son, go and work in the vineyard today. The boy answered, I will not. But later he had a change of heart and went. The father went to the other son and said the same thing. This boy answered, I will, sir, but did not go. Which of the two did his father's will? They said the first. Jesus said to them, I tell you the truth. Tax collectors and prostitutes will go ahead of you into the kingdom of God. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and prostitutes did believe. Although you saw this, you did not later change your minds and believe him. 2 Corinthians chapter 9. Preparing the Gift For it is not necessary for me to write you about this service to the saints, because I know your eagerness to help. I keep boasting to the Macedonians about this eagerness of yours. That acacia has been ready to give since last year and your zeal to participate, has stirred up most of them. But I am sending these brothers so that our boasting about you may not be empty in this case, so that you may be ready just as I kept telling them. For if any of the Macedonians should come with me and find that you are not ready to give, we would be humiliated, not to mention you, by this confidence we had in you. Therefore, I thought it necessary to urge these brothers to go to you in advance, and to arrange ahead of time the generous contributions you had promised, so this may be ready as a generous gift and not as something you feel forced to do. My point is this, the person who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and the person who sows generously will also reap generously. Each one of you should give just as he has decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion, because God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace overflow to you so that because you have enough of everything, in every way, at all times, you will overflow in every good work. Just as it is written, He has scattered widely. He has given to the poor. His righteousness remains forever. Now God who provides seed for the sower and bread for food will provide and multiply your supply of seed and will cause the harvest of your righteousness to grow. You will be enriched in every way so that you may be generous on every occasion, which is producing through us thanksgiving to God. Because the service of this ministry is not only providing for the needs of the saints, but is also overflowing with many thanks to God. Through the evidence of this service, they will glorify God because of your obedience to your confession in the gospel of Christ and the generosity of your sharing with them and with everyone and in their prayers on your behalf. They long for you because of the extraordinary grace God has shown to you. Thanks be to God for His indescribable gift. This is the Word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of His Word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Gracious God, our Father, Lord, we thank you today for another opportunity to hear your word and to pray to you. We thank you, O oh God, that you incline your ear, that you hear the words of your people, and that you have told us, you have commanded us, you have beckoned us, you've opened up your door and made a way for us to communicate with you, to pray to you without ceasing. And so, God, thank you for this great privilege of prayer. We thank you for your word and we thank you for all that is within it, even things that are beyond our understanding as we hear your word and it, it stirs up in us great curiosity and interest, oh God. We, we give you praise and thanks for those who have listened to your word being read and it has inspired them to want to now study your word deeply. Thank you, oh Lord. We know that's a gift from you to hear your word and to want to grow deeper and to dig deeper into your word. Oh, God, by the power of your spirit, would you be with us? Would you illuminate your word? Would you teach us? Would you help us to make connections and to grow in our understanding and that we would not just be puffed up with knowledge, but that we would grow in wisdom and in application, oh, God. We thank you, oh, Lord, for your authority, Jesus Christ. We thank you that you, Jesus, are indeed God. We thank you, oh, Lord, uh, for your divinity, for your power, uh, for your love. Oh Lord, we thank you for your holiness. And God, we thank you um, that, that in your your divinity, your holiness, your honor, your power, you, de- you demonstrated it uh, your love for us through humility. That is amazing, oh God, that you would demonstrate love through humility, even though you have all power, even though you are holy, 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 it is that it is through humility through condescending and coming to us and reaching for us even now that you show forth your love. It is indeed mind-blowing and beautiful, O God. We thank you for the humility of Christ. And we pray, O God, and we give you thanks, O God, that you use your humility and your authority for our good, drawing us unto yourself, making us co-heirs with you, O Lord Jesus. We pray, O oh God, that we would respond to all of these truths with great and deep gratitude, that we would see that we have been given riches upon riches upon riches, spiritual riches, but practical provision and an eternal home and hope, O oh God. And so help us to really know and to believe that so that we can live as people who are not tight, tight-fisted, but open-handed, gracious and generous and giving, O oh Lord that we delightfully give, that we give as cheerful givers because you, O God, have given to us as a cheerful giver. Please make us more like Jesus, O God. Grant us more of your spirit, more understanding, more love, more generosity, more kindness, more patience, O God. We indeed entrust ourselves to you today. Amen and amen. Seminary Now is an on-demand subscription-based educational platform for pastors and lay church leaders, featuring many of your favorite IVP authors like Esau McCulley, Tish Harrison Warren, Chad Brennan, and myself, Christina Barland Edmondson. These video courses and certification programs deliver exclusive biblical, theological, and practical ministry training from a diverse group of leading educators and thought leaders. Accessible and convenient Seminary Now courses cover practical ministry subjects like preaching, evangelism, mental health, racial reconciliation, women in ministry, and more. Visit SeminaryNow.com to start learning today.
0: We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers.